Welcome to Gen Gap Cast, the podcast that takes a look at topics from the generational and gender points of view. I'm Wade, I'm the dad. I'm Megan, that's, and I'm the daughter. Wow, that intro was so bad. Could we call it good? <laughs> uh, it was so bad that it was sort of good. It was real. It was raw. It was honest. <laughs> it was all of that. Just like Hollywood Productions. Just like Hollywood Productions. Okay. Um, well, I am going to introduce our topic for this episode. I don't think you need to. I think I did it flawlessly. <laughs> I gave a hint about it's so bad, it's good. And then Hollywood, like, what more clues does our well, audience need? Sometimes we need to connect the dots. So let me connect the dots. Uh, today, we're going to talk about movies that are so bad that they're actually kind of good. Mm-hmm. You know, those movies that you have, uh, you know, they're like your guilty uh, guilty pleasures. There you go. Gu- guilty. I can't think of pleasures. Wow. Huh. What a word. Okay. What a word. Yeah. Guilty English. pleasures. So, um, I have a, a very good friend who is like the maestro of bad movies. And every so often, I mean, th- the ones that we've watched, the majority are just, just bad. Uh-huh. Just bad. I mean, we all, we have all seen, Bad cinema, right? Oh, yes. I mean, I think the the most famous one, maybe the one that's most talked about, is The Room. I still get to see The Room. It is. Um, I it's amazing. I've heard everything about The Room. D. Snugs has described The Room to me in detail <laughs> and says I need to watch it. And while he's talking about it, I have to look around me to make sure there's not drugs lying around <laughs> and I'm not on an accidental trip. It is uh, it is so bad that it kind of like, you know, comes back around and it is just it's so good in being so bad. I mean, so good that it's got a quite a cult following. Yeah. And uh, the, the director and the lead actor and I can't remember his name, um, but, you know, he's he's made quite a bit of money off. Of yes. It. He and has. Also, another they made a, a different movie called The Disaster Artist about the making of the movie The Room. So it tells like the backstory. I love when they do that. Tommy, Tommy something, Tommy. I'll, I'll get his name. But anyway, but we're not going to talk about The Room today. I'm just using that as, as a as a uh, example of movies that are, are so bad that they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, we've each picked you know, two to three movies to talk about. And, uh, you know, we want to not only talk about the movies themselves, but also why they are our guilty pleasures yeah so uh megan why don't why don't you go first okay i'm gonna save my best for last awesome the first one we're gonna talk about is killer clowns from outer space killer clowns from outer space okay what's what's the background of killer clowns from outer space so it's a movie (laughs) can you really call it that it's a film. <laughs> it it is a moving picture show. <laughs> it has actors. Yes. Or, yeah. And makeup artists that can point to that and say, "I did that." I did that. Whether they say it proudly or like, the, uh, we don't talk about my shameful past. 
But the movie is about a bunch of killer clowns from outer space space. and land on Earth and start killing killing people with clown things. So this movie was released in 1988, according to Wikipedia. And uh, if I remember... Oh, yes, it it was. (laughs) it It shows its age. It it shows its age, it shows its budget, it shows everything, and it is just so bad. It's kind of good. <laughs> its budget, did okay, this is going to surprise you. Okay. Uh, $1.8 million. Not bad. That, that, you know, in 1988 money. I think all of that went to the makeup of the clowns. Possibly, because... The, the clowns, if I uh, I've, I haven't seen this movie in, in years. They're so, not pleasant to look at. No, so the, the, the actual, the makeup job, if I remember correctly, was pretty decent. The makeup job is actually great. Everything else was crap. I hate everything <laughs> that involves the clowns. <laughs> yeah, for somebody like myself who is not a fan of clowns. Right? I'm just, no. on a good day, I don't like clowns. Yes. Then no you, offense to all you professional clowns out yeah, there. Absolutely. We love you. We just don't come near us in the makeup. If you want to put clown makeup on and that's how you live your life or make your money, more power to you. Just you do you. Don't throw pies that disintegrate people. No, no. Uh, so, you know, on, again, on a good day, clowns are, are iffy. Yes. Then you, you put in the fact that they're from outer space. Yes. And. They're killer. They're killer. So. Yes. None of that is good. And I think they drink blood. Oh, so they're almost vampires? It's still iffy to me. <laughs> Which all the best movies are. They, they leave yeah. you with questions. They leave you wanting more. They, they, they really, really do. So a few ways these clowns kill people. Okay. Um, they have this silly string gun that basically turns you into a cocoon. Seriously. Yes, it's either silly string or cotton candy. It's pink. It's something. It's something. And the only two things I know related to clowns that are pink and something are silly string and cotton candy. Okay. Anyway, so if you get stuck in that, you're like stuck in a cocoon. I don't know what happens to you while you're in the cocoon, but I do know that sometimes a clown will come with the most elaborate silly straw you've ever seen in your life. And suck your blood? And stick it into the cocoon and just like this red liquid comes through. So that's why I'm thinking it's that. But they also, also have popcorn. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Popcorn. That, if left unattended, yes, will turn into mini clowns. So th- let me get this straight: the popcorn, the popcorn, left unattended, left unattended, will turn into mini clowns. Kind of. It's kind of like the Jack in the Box, where it's just like the neck and the head. Oh, okay. But Still like disturbing. Highly disturbing, especially when you just step out of the shower because, you know, you got to wash all that popcorn and craziness off of you. Uh, yeah, you'll never go to go to movies and get popcorn and look at it the same way. I hope you don't. Yeah, because <laughs> or or, you know, just don't leave it unattended. Just, mm-hmm. just scarf that popcorn down. Or, you know, a clown going off screen, coming back on screen with boxing gloves and then just like apparently punching a guy so hard his head flies off. Oh, that's that happens all the time. After people made fun of his like bike that he rode on in. <laughs> and yes, it did have a horn. Okay. <laughs> 
course, because they're clowns. And it was comically small. Please tell me there was a clown car in this in this. There movie. was. Oh. And there was a good, like, five, six clowns that came, came out, out of, of this clown car. That's amazing. Clown car. Yeah. I can speak words. Sorry, these clowns <laughs> are just so terrifying. <laughs> Let's me. see. Um, the pie that eats people. Okay. Or does something. Okay. It's like acid pie or something. Like, if you get it thrown on you, like, you'll just become a lump of... Goo? Pie. Okay. So, turn... <laughs> Pie that is how one of the people dies. Is is being pied to death? Is being pied to death. Okay. That's that's awesome. Yes. Uh, are there any mimes in Killer Clowns? There are not stuff? any mimes. There are just clowns. Just clowns. Okay. Just clowns. And do you want to know what their spaceship looks like? Uh, of course I do. It's a giant circus tent. Big, big top. Big, big top. Okay. And this is how they travel from planet to planet. What is, what is their goal? Just to come and kill? I you know? think so. I don't believe that was explained. I will admit, I only saw half of the movie, but I think half was enough to get the gist. Yeah, that that these are killer clowns. Yes, so if that was explained early in the movie, I don't know. Rarely do you get that type of But rarely do you get that kind. I just know that these clowns crash, like, landed, either either crashed or it was intentional, onto this, of course, small city. Yeah. In generic... USA. Okay. And uh, they started killing people. Because that's what clowns do. Yes. Don't you know? And then, you know, one of the protagonists, like, has to go tell the cops. And the cops are like, you're crazy. Because <laughs> who's going to believe yes. that there's... Okay, so, yeah, let, let's say... I, you know, let's, let's do a little role play. Okay. You're, you're the guy. I'm the cop. Okay. Explain to me what you've just seen. There were clowns, and they were killing people. And tell me more. They're aliens. Uh-huh. And they had this popcorn uh-huh. that is not like regular popcorn. Do tell. And they make cocoons out of silly string and or cotton candy. I'm not quite sure. You don't say. And they eat people. Uh-huh. So... How long have you been smoking crack? Almost daily for the past 12 years. <laughs> Beyond that. Beyond that. This is real. Yes. Yeah. Although, you know, he comes, the p- cop comes to believe that this happens when he actually sees a well, clown. You know, oh, also movie. death by shadow puppet. Death. <laughs> oh, death by shadow puppet. Yeah. You know, the hand puppets yeah. that you do. Yeah. Yeah. So this one clown was like, oh, it's a bunny. Oh, it's like a sexy lady doing the ooh-la-la dance. Wow. Oh, it's a dinosaur. Oh, you just got eaten by the, the dinosaur. dinosaur. By the shadow dinosaur. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, completely normal things clowns do. Yeah, because that's... that. <laughs> oh, I, I need to rewatch this movie because I have, you know, I have forgotten most of it. I, I just remember being terrified, truly terrified by the clowns. How old were you to watch it? Oh, this was like 10, 12, 15 years ago. So it's been, it's, you know, it's been, I was an adult. And uh, I'm just, you know, again, clowns. Not, not, not a big fan. Not a big fan. No, no but that, but I do just, remember it was a really, really bad movie. It was a bad movie, and therefore, it was it's a good. Kind of good. Okay. All right, I've shared my first. So mine is a, a movie called Zombievers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did let, I? Let me repeat that. Okay. Zombievers. So. Yes. Zom, 
as in undead. As in zombies. And beavers, Uh as in the friendly wood-working creatures that like to build dams. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Zombievers. Okay, please. I need you to elaborate. Yeah, so Zombievers is a movie about zombie beavers. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is, you know, a, a bunch of... People go out into the woods because yes. that's what you do, uh-huh. right? And, Naturally. Well, you know, uh, you go out there and, you know, there's a, uh, I'm just looking at, because again, it's one of those, I've watched this. I know what it's about. Um, I've kind of forgotten some of the details. So here's here's the synopsis of the plot. While transporting toxic chemicals, a pair of truckers strike a deer and lose one of their canisters. It rolls into a river floats downstream, and splashes on several beavers uh, at their dam. This begins Zombeavers. <laughs> so later, college students, because they're always college students, uh, go, to, go to a cabin near the dam. Um, and then, you know, of course, there's no cell service because you're in the middle of, of the forest. Naturally. Uh, yeah, and then... You know, they spend, they, they they like, oh, it's okay. You know, we're, we're here to like, you know, just girl, girl out and we're going to go have a great time and we're going to spend the next couple of days without interruptions of, with no boys. And then, uh, of course, um, you know, they discover the beaver dam and think, oh, look, it's a beaver dam. How really, you know, how neat and everything. And then uh, they're... Uh, they're swimming and they find or, or come upon one of the zombievers and mayhem ensues. Oh, and by the way, uh, of course, the boys find them. So, oh, of course, because, you know, you got to have the boys because you, you got to have a little bit of, of of sexy time and a little bit of, you know, uh, college Bathroom humor, that kind of stuff. I mean, naturally. Naturally. You always have to find the bad thing because like you were like looking at a girl or like you followed the girl to watch her, you know, wash up in the river, as I'm sure probably happened in one of the scenes. Yes. And of course, the beavers gain entrance into the cabin and there are compromising situations where... You know, one of the girls is taking a shower and is, of course, attacked by one of the zombie beavers mm-hmm. while in the shower. Yes. And then there's a, uh, a, you know, they dispatch one of the zombie beavers with a baseball bat. Naturally. And, you know, and it's all, I mean, the, okay. So the acting is just atrocious. Uh, the script is uh, fairly pedestrian. I just. I mean, I'm. And I, and I don't like you're s- working with the uh, idea of zombievers. Right. Well, exactly. I don't know how many creative juices can. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of creative juices flowing. I just want to know how much of that was fueled by meth and possibly cocaine. I would love to understand, uh, you know, how they pitched the movie because this was a movie that was made. Um, I'm looking here to see if it was uh, actually made by a studio. It, and it, now it was it was kind of distributed by some, you know, some of the more B-grade, C-grade uh, production studios. It doesn't say how much the budget is. I can imagine it wasn't very much. Probably, you know, they were searching through, uh, you know, couch cushions to find. Now I have a question. Yes. And it's very important. Yes. 
CGI or puppet beavers. Oh no, this is these are practical effects. These are <laughs> so these were these were not the CGI uh, zombie beavers. These were um, puppet slash stuffed, almost uh, uh, taxidermy type of beavers uh, that you know had. If I remember correctly, I had like glowing eyes because, you know, they're zombies, as zombies will do. Um, and there was uh, just, you know, a, a plethora of, of attacks uh, by the hand or at the hands of the zombievers. They're nasty little things. Um, you know, it was it was entertaining. I enjoyed that's it. That's odd because I'm looking at pictures from zombie beavers. They look like regular beavers, but with glowing eyes. Yes, exactly. So that's how you know they're zombies. It was so. What I took away from this movie is, you know, it's a cautionary tale about the, you know, the 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 toxicity of our you know environment and the effects that it has on the environment and you know it's it was a basically an allegory for for climate change in my book. No, it was none of that. It was just a terrible movie. Okay. So I was about to be like, Dad, I love you. How the fudge did you come to that conclusion? Come on. With a name like Zombievers, how could you not come to that conclusion? I mean, do you want me to give Alex Jones a call for you? <laughs> no, please do not. Um, okay, so I give, you know, Zombievers, I highly recommend it because it, it's, it is so bad that it is... Good on so many levels. Like I said, the acting... On a scale of one to ten face palms. <laughs> I give it I give it a probably an eight face palms. Okay. It, you know, it was definitely Killer Clowns I'd give about like seven, seven and a half. If you're if you're in the mood for uh, a movie that there was some legitimate Okay, there was one. There was one legitimate jump scare, right? Where you're like, Oh, I didn't expect that. Yeah. But then you realize it's a zombie beaver, so can't, <laughs> can't be that scary. No. Um, and, you know, I would say it, it pairs well with some nachos and maybe a uh, craft beer. Okay, I will have to <laughs> give Zombievers a try. Oh, my gosh, the moment I mentioned this name to Dennis, he's oh, just going to be like, it. we're watching that oh, tonight. Oh, that, that is happening. So what's, yes. your, what's your next movie, Meg? My next movie is a movie called Troll 2. <laughs> okay. Dad. Yes. From this name. What do you think Troll 2 is about? I think it's about trolls. You would be wrong. <laughs> it's about goblins. Re- okay. Wait a minute. Yes. Okay. So let's harken back to our, our discussion about Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. I am very well aware that trolls... And goblins are two distinct creatures. Oh, 100%. Okay. So why why do you think they did uh, the bait and switch there? I can tell you. Produced under the title Goblins. Okay. And conceived as a horror film with elements of comedy, the American producers and distributors were skeptical about, skeptical about its chances to succeed and decided to market it as a sequel to the 1989 horror film Troll. Oh. However, these films have no connection. Seriously. Seriously. Okay. <laughs> um, so tell me, tell me about Troll Two. Oh, you know, it opens up, and this nice grandpa is reading to his grandson a book about 
Uh, I think it's Peter Pan. You think it's Peter Pan? They okay. call him Peter, and he looks like he just came straight from Neverland, so we don't know. Okay. But Peter comes across these evil creatures called right. goblins. Okay. I'm in. And he fights them off and gets away, but he passes out. Oh, oh And dear. when he awakes, there's this beautiful woman just before him, and... She gives him something to eat and or drink. It, it was kind of a mixture of the two. It was like a porridge kind of thing. Okay. You know, it was bright green, so that should have screamed, do not eat me. Okay. And then, plot twist, this beautiful woman was a goblin, because goblins have human disguises as well. <laughs> oh, oh I, I am so in on this. <laughs> And this thing that he, he gave, she gave to Peter is this special concoction to turn Peter into a plant. Because okay. goblins' favorite foods are half human, half plants. Of course. Even though the goblins are vegetarian. Oh my lord, really? <laughs> uh, there's, okay, I am so confused by this plot. That was just the story the grandpa was selling. <laughs> oh, okay. And then the mom comes in and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, Grandpa was telling me a story. And she's like, Grandpa's been dead for six months. What? So there's ghosts. So there's ghosts now. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but he's not really a ghost. Technically, because like he becomes corporeal at points. Okay. And like he can touch his grandson and they can cause havoc together. But that's later in the story. So this also... And this grandpa keeps popping up and he's the only one that can see grandpa. Of course. And he's like, um, you know, they're a part of this house exchange program. Oh, house exchange yes. program. Yes. So they're going to this place called Nilbog. <laughs> Let me guess. It's in like Philadelphia. It's in, it's uh, in Pennsylvania. Who knows where? But it's a entire town of. Are they Amish? No, they're not oh, Amish. Okay. They're farmers. They're just foreigners. Farmers. Oh, farmers. Mennonites. Perhaps. Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, this family consisting of a mother, a father, a daughter, and a son. Remember, son, only one that can see grandpa. Only one that can see grandpa. grandpa. Pops in every so often. It's like, you must stop them from going to Nilbog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I so want to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> you must stop them from going to Nilbog. <laughs> yep. Okay. He does not stop them from getting to Nilbog. Of course he doesn't. Anyway, they get to their new, like, their house for a, the next however long they never specify. Right. How long they're supposed to stay in this place. And, wow, these... People whose house are staying, they're so nice. They made them a feast. <laughs> Oddly, all of the food is has some element of this unnatural-looking green stuff. Okay. Family, oh, they're so nice. How how wonderful. Grandpa appears. You must stop them from eating, child. <laughs> and I will give you 15 seconds. And then he snaps his fingers. Apparently, ghosts have the ability to He's pause time, too. Well, of course they do. Yes. Oh, fun fact before I forget. Dad in this movie. Yes. The town they filmed this in. Yeah. He was the local dentist. Okay. They got the local dentist in this town they're filming in to play the dad. 
So in real life. In real life. He was the local dentist. The local of dentist. this town that they're using as the set for the movie. Yes. That's amazing. I know. It was awesome. And, you know, not too bad for his first role, but the acting in this is by far. <laughs> when I say the kid was the best actor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And maybe the dead grandpa. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so they get to this place and he's like, no, I can't let my family eat this because this is a town of goblins. You want to know how he knows? They all have a mole in the shape of a four-leaf clover. Okay. Wow. Somewhere on their bodies. Yes. Because that's the sign of a goblin in human disguise, naturally. So he's like, I will stop them. And then pees all over the food. Oh. <laughs> Well, one way to stop them. That's one but, way to stop oh, them. But oh no, wouldn't you know it? There's no more food in the house. Oh, of course. And and the the food that we did have is now urine soaked. Yes. Yeah, so they can't eat. So they're they're hungry. Of course. Side plot. <laughs> it's a side, side plot. Side plot. Okay. Daughter has a boyfriend. Yes. She's like, we're going out of town for a while. He's like, tell your dad I'll come. She's like, oh, yes, please, but leave your friends behind. (laughs) Unless you want to remain a virgin the rest of your life. Wow. Yes. Okay, good subplot. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, she has this entire thing of, it's me or the boys. You have to choose. Oh, wow. And she's like, you know, being, fill it all herself, I guess. Anyway, so... They park outside of town in their RV because, surprise, surprise, he brought his friends. Of course. And uh, they're there to peruse for the ladies. Peruse for the ladies. Yes. Okay. Boyfriend convinces friends to come because there are a lot of single, unattached ladies in this town, supposedly. Yes. Yes. Anyway, so one one of the four friends goes out into the forest and meets... This girl who's running away and she's like, help save me from these monsters. And like, of course, she's hot. Right. And she's like, they forced me to drink this stuff. And he's like, oh, I'll protect you. Like this teen. Yes. The flattest delivery. (laughs) It was amazing. Anyway, so friend finds this girl and he... And the goblins appear, and he's like, what are they? And she's like, they're goblins. We gotta run. And so they run, and they find this abandoned church-looking building in the middle of the forest. You know, as you do. As you do. And you know what you should always do when you see that? You should walk inside. You should run inside. Absolutely. And then, so they walk inside, and they think, oh, this place isn't abandoned. And then suddenly, this really weird lady... It's like, yes, this is my house. Okay. Yes, she's lovely. You know, not at all weird. And she's like, I have the perfect thing for you children to help you calm down from your scare. And she goes to a cauldron in her kitchen, grabs two mugs and stuff, and is here, drink this, children. It'll make you feel so much better. Uh And like, these are the way she actually delivers her lines. Okay. And so they drink, and then all of a sudden, the girl... Uh, 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 oh no i'm dying and she does die she turns into a pile of vegetation which the goblins come and eat and you find out that she is the queen of goblins oh wow and one of the best lines (laughs) in this movie 
said by the boy who's in this house with this with this girl and the queen of the goblins is like oh no they ate her and they're gonna eat me next Ah, as he's turning into a tree (laughs) as he's turning into a tree yes okay Anyway, so that's a little side plot to let you know the goblins are actually in this town. Well, that's of course. Time. Meanwhile, yeah, to the main that, right? story, yes. they're all like, we're hungry. We should go find food. Guess what? You yes. know, they but, don't have food in Nilbog. No, they don't have food. Enough. But they have special Nilbog milk. Oh, oh, geez. What, what, is, this, what is Nilbog milk? It's milk from Nilbog. Okay, what is... Okay, just... Let, it looks know, like milk. It looks like milk. But it's from Nilbog. Of course. So we know it's, it's going to turn you into a plant. It's not milk, right? Yes. And then while the main kid and his dad are out getting, you know, food or trying to, um, the kid sees this, like, church where the goblins are having their sermon about the evils of eating meat, which is why they must transform the humans into plants before they eat them so they can purify their inners or whatever. Wow, this yep. is this is getting really, really deep. This is getting so deep. And then the kid tries to run away and as he runs away, he gets into the car and he looks in one of the side mirrors and he has a revelation. Oh no! Nilbog is goblin spelled backwards. backwards! Oh my. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. Yep, there it is. Nilbog is goblin spelled backwards. Yes. Okay. I don't want to say how it ends. Okay. Yeah. Don't. 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 No spoilers because you know we. If no people, spoilers. If this didn't make you want to watch this little, you know, uh, recounting of the majority of the plot didn't want to make you watch the movie. I don't know what would. Seriously, it, it's it like amazing. an 8.59 face slap. Wow. I highly recommend this movie, not for the acting, not for the effects, <laughs> not for anything okay. other than... Come for the trolls, stay for the... Come because you think you're watching a sequel of yeah, the troll movie released in 1980-something, with... yeah. but it's actually about goblins Okay. that yeah. want to eat humans, but only if they're like part plant. Because uh, apparently if you're part plant, you're no longer, you know, meat. I see this as an allegory of the, uh, the you know, the, the use of, of livestock, uh, you know, and, and trying to push the plant-based agenda. Oh, on. yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> see, that's the fun thing is to watch these really, really bad movies and look for the deeper meaning. Guess Most what? of the time, there's not a deeper there's meaning. There's not a deeper meaning. <laughs> Which is the best. Okay. Like, no, I think a bunch of people were just like, you know what would be cool? They're probably stoned out of their minds. I want, like, we should have a movie with a dead grandpa. But uh-huh. it should be about goblins. It should, but, but but we call it Troll to... Troll 2. To, troll 2. Uh, so, again, I, I understand the reason for the Troll 2. It was, it, uh, it was out of necessity, so... It was because it. honestly, because this this movie had to be seen. It was a masterpiece, <laughs> and from what I can tell, the director of this movie was legitimately angry when people were laughing at this movie. So it was made seriously. Seriously, okay, um, yeah, yeah, and and you'd be surprised how, how many, many of these are. Uh, they're supposed to be you know legitimate movies mm-hmm. and. You know, they just are are not. So, nice segue. So, my second movie okay. is called Deathbed. 
Okay. Okay. So, this is movie... this why Liam asked me what a deathbed was? No, uh, th- no. Uh, we're, this is Liam has not seen this movie. Um, the plot of this movie is amazing. Let me tell it to you. It... Hold on, I want to see if I can guess. Okay. It's about a sentient bed. Yes, you got that right. Eats you. That eats people. Yes. And that's why it's called the deathbed. Well, there you go. Okay, I just described the plot. That is the movie. We need no more. Okay, but no, tell me about this movie. there's this demon. There's this, oh, it's okay. Okay, it's a demon. He falls in love with a woman. Oh. And he conjures up a bed in which to make love to the woman. Uh Uh-huh. During the act of lovemaking, she dies. She she dies because of the experience of lovemaking. So, uh, word to the wise, don't make love to a demon. It'll kill you. Um, the the experience will kill you. Yeah. Um, and so he is so distraught. Have you seen some anime demon boys? <laughs> it might be worth it. Anyway. So the demon is is so grieved by this. Oh no! That he cries tears. <gasps> demon cries tears. Oh no! That's never good. And the tears land on the bed, which brings the bed to life. Of course, as demon tears do. Because they do. Um, and so it comes to life every 10 years. Oh, so it, it looks like a normal bed. Yes. So here's this bed. And it acts like a normal bed for, you know, about nine yeah, years and 12 10 months. Years, every 10 years, the bed awakes. How and, long does it awake for? And, well, uh, it just consumes whoever's using it at the time. And then it goes back to sleep? And Well, yes. It or it becomes dormant? Because it's, it, it's been satiated. You know, it's, it's, it's been hunger, satiated. It's, it's hunger satiated. Um and so it is, okay, picture this. I'm picturing. It, it, it is a very large um, wooden bed from like uh, the, I think like the 17, 16, 1700s. Okay, so, so beautiful very, bed. Very ornate. I think I had a canopy on it. Beautiful um, bed. And it gets passed down, right? So the movie is actually broken up into subparts, breakfast, lunch, dinner, just desserts. That oh. is that is like the chapter of this bed. So it talks. It gives you, I think, five five or six distinct storylines. How nice of it! And and the common through you know is is the demon. So the demon is like attached to the bed somehow, and they're the bed and the demon talk to one another. Wait, and, the bed is sentient. Yes, the bed is sentient, and it's a yeah, it's alive, and it you know it consumes her. But there's one person that gets spared. Um, but then he is cursed to live in a painting that goes along with the bed and he is cursed to watch the bed consume the people. So it's like, I believe that the narrator of the story is the paint guy. Oh, that's an interesting twist. The guy that lives in the paint and painting and he's telling, and he actually is talking to the bed. And so there's like this... Let me get the conversation goes like, bed, why do you do this? Because I must man in painting. But have you ever thought of sparing anyone? No, I, because I, okay. I was not spared. I only wish the, the dialogue was that deep. And, and meaningful. <laughs> um, it is. I mean, how deep can you tow? It is go? a craptastic movie. I mean, it is so bad. Oh, sorry. And, yeah. And I think, again, I think that the, uh, I think this movie was made legitimately. Yes. Right. Um, I think that either that or they really 
understood what they were doing and and did it as straight as possible uh but it is such it is so very very bad i mean the the acting is terrible the effects i mean this was, movie was made in 1977 oh wow okay a yeah budget of like thirty thousand dollars <laughs> so you know uh, i think the bed itself probably cost like three thousand of that thirty thousand because it was a beautiful bed mm -hmm. but you know what would happen is the person would lie on it and it, they would just sink down into the bed and then you would cut into inside the bed and you would see that the person was like disintegrating into a skeleton inside the bed okay and you that's know, gotta be a thick mattress yeah all along you know the bed is talking and saying stuff and and it's talking to the guy in the painting and the guy in the paintings talking back to the bed. And there's, you know, these subplots around, you know, like the breakfast is a young couple trespasses into the building and discovers the bed. And they make love on the bed and the bed devours them. The artist mocks the bed for its stupidity. Enraged, the bed telekinetically destroys most of the house except for the room that it's in. So, I mean... Okay, so it's not only a bed that eats people, it's a bed that throws hissy fits and yeah, destroys houses. Exactly. And then lunch is three women discover the now-destroyed house. Uh, uh, the bed eats one of the young women, but uh, reacts to one of the other women by bleeding and act, uh, just, I mean, these are the descriptions of the of the uh, the plot. And it, again, the descriptions of the plot so, are more engrossing this woman, than the movie. For yes. some reason, yes. when she lies on the bed, the bed bleeds. The bed bleeds in agony. Oh! Yes. And then so the artist realized that the bed reacts with pain to the woman because she resembles its quote, quote, mother. You remember who the mother is. The demon. woman that the demon yes. fell in love with, right? So um, it's just, it's so bad. Um, and then finally, at the end, um, the demon falls asleep, right? So... When the demon's awake every 10 years is when the bed comes alive. Yes. Right? Does that make so? He falls asleep, which gives the, the bed power, which renders the bed powerless um, and allows the artist, to the guy in the painting, to communicate with, with, the, with a woman. And, uh, and he describes a ritual that will destroy the bed. Mm -hmm. um, and the woman carries out the ritual, which teleports the bed out of the room and revives the bed's real mother. So the woman that was, you know, killed during the lovemaking, but at the cost of killing the surviving woman. And then the bed's mother completes the ritual by having sex with the bro. So, yeah, there is sex with the brother the, of the, the demon, the brother of the woman that died that did the ritual in the first place right so um, you're really banking on this working by hoping that whoever does this has a brother right and so <laughs> well somebody that's not going to be like incest right so the the bed then bursts into flames of course and this do they have to make love on the bed they have to make love on the bed of course and then the, the bed bursts into flames and allowing the artist to pass on the end it is terrible and not only but it's again so terrible that it's good because you're like this was the fever dream of <laughs> of a very very 
overworked mind yes. <laughs> to wake up and think, I'm going to make a movie. I'm going to take, uh, you know, $30,000 in 1977 was not a, I, no, I think it's in 1968, my dad and my mom bought our house, our house for $20,000. Can you please not talk? Why is that? It makes me angry. Yeah. But, so bought the house that I grew up in for $20,000. And this was a nice house. And so this person yes. took the money that it would take to buy a nice house. Yes. Or, or, you know, and said, I'm going, I've got to make this movie. If I don't make this movie, it's going to kill me. Like the bed. So, okay. <laughs> wow. What's your uh, last movie? Okay. This is my top bad movie. Top bad movie. And it was just shown to me recently. And ironically, it's a movie made in recent times. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. It was like a 2018, 2019 movie. And the name of this masterpiece, Chef's Kiss. Yes. (laughs) Cinematic masterpiece. It's called Velocipaster. Velocipaster. I will break that down. Velosa, as in a velociraptor, but instead of a raptor, it's a pastor. Get it? Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> so, movie starts. You see this young man giving a sermon at church. Mind you, they only show the very edges of the pew. Okay. So, it le- is legitimately possible there were only three people in that church with him. <laughs> well, again, sitting you, on the very edges of the pews. Got to invite your friends over. Got to invite your friends over. And then after the sermon ends, he wa- this pastor walks out of the church, and across the street are his mom and dad, and they're like, "Hi, son," and he's like, "Hi, mom and dad," and then their car blows up. But, <laughs> but. Instead of actually showing a car blow up or anything like that, they put in S like VFX. VFX, which is visual car on fire. Yes, yeah, so they they put a, what's called a, a VFX placeholder there. Yes, because what they're supposed to do is in post production is they're supposed to go back. Oh, they and never insert, did that. <laughs> no, nope, they left in, a placeholder. And insert in a you know a, a CGI car. Nope. Or, or possibly a real car that they light on fire. Nope, was not that, in the budget. So, <laughs> Apparently not, neither was the special effects. It was not in the budget, so they just left the placeholder there. Okay, yep. that's amazing. And he falls to his knees crying, no! This all happens within the first like three minutes of the movie. This is like the cold opening of the movie. This is the cold wow. opening of the movie, like the very beginning. Okay. And then it cuts to the pastor talking to his friend, who's also a pastor, like his mentor pastor. Right. And he's like... I don't know what to do anymore. And the cinematography in this movie is just... (laughs) Gives me life. It's like someone found a 16-year-old that was high. Right. And drunk. (laughs) And it's like, how would you like to film and edit a movie? (laughs) Would you like to make a movie? And he's like, sure, bro. (laughs) Let's do this thing. Let's do this. And... There's this one part where the pastors are talking to each other and to the screen, their sides are to us, profile are to us. Right. But on either side of the screen, it's a close-up of their faces. <laughs> and while they're having this conversation, to show that they're having this conversation, and so you can read their lips if you want to. Right. 
the conversation is also happening between these two. Oh, jeez. Independent. This... It's it's amazing. Okay, so uh, without giving away too much of the movie, um, so why does the pastor turn into a dinosaur? I'm getting there. Okay. 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 So. The pastor's decide the young pastor needs to travel. Okay, so after his the, the untimely death, after the untimely death of his parents, of his parents, he decides he needs to travel. He decides he needs to travel because that's what you do. Yes. Okay. So he does travel to China. Oh, goes to China because that's where you go. Yeah, and while in China, uh huh, and after stating, "Wow, China is east," <laughs> he sees this girl running away oh. from this ninja looking person with a bow and arrow and the bow and arrow skills the archery skills of this ninja is just it's amazing like (laughs) pretend you're an eight-year-old okay who's never held a bow and arrow before no shoot (laughs) we're gonna keep that take anyway this girl gets hit in the chest and falls to the ground dying and in her hand is a giant tooth or claw kind of thing we don't know like specifically what it is yeah. But, you know, it's something like that. And she, as she's dying, hands it to him and says, Dragon Warrior. Oh, wow. And then as the pastor is trying to away, I can't remember his name right now. Um, I wish I remembered. I think it's like Bill. No, it's not Bill. Okay. Whatever. As he's running away from this ninja who's chasing him. He somehow gets scratched by bumping into a tree and it causes a deep gash in his hand. Oh, of course. Yes. And he passes out. Oh. And then wakes up back in the church where he first started this journey. What? Yeah. From China? Yeah. Okay. We d- never explains how we got back. Okay. <laughs> I hope I hope we're getting to the point where you tell me why he turns into a dinosaur. It's because of the scratch on his hand. Oh, it's because of the scratch on yes. his hand of the tree. It was a scratch caused by the tooth that he got because he bumped into a oh, tree. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay, so I... Oh, I sorry. Missed, Lightly I shoulder tapped a tree. Lightly shoulder, shoulder tapped a tree. And then looks at his hand and is like, ah! Because it's like this, like, a supposedly very deep gash. Yes. And if you saw this talisman, it was not sharp. <laughs> <laughs> like, all okay. sides so rounded he, and dulled. He is in China. Uh, dinosaur tooth, tree... Dragon warrior. Dragon warrior. Uh, oh, Dragon Warrior, got it. So he wakes up in his his parish now. In his parish, yes. Yeah. And uh, all he feels is hunger. Oh, he's hungry. He's hungry. Yeah, he must eat. He must yes. feed. Cut to okay. a hooker. Oh, boy. Whose name is Carol. Okay, here we go with the hooker. There's always a hooker. There's always a hooker. Yeah. She goes up to her pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. Uh, he's got a very interesting name. Yes. Okay. Would you like to know what it is? Yes, please. Frankie Mermaid. Frankie Mermaid. Ask that, me why. Well, uh, we got to keep this PG. So well, why is his name Frankie Mermaid? He's swimming in biatches. <laughs> okay. I'm loving this movie so much. Yep. Okay. I will make you watch it. Uh, please. Please do. I will. Anyway. So... He tells her, go to the park. That's where all the money is at. Right. So she goes to the park unhappily. Right. And some man attacks her and is like, where's the money? She's like, I have no money. They don't give it to me. 
because I'm just the hooker. Right. And then suddenly a dinosaur head appears <laughs> and okay. chomps down on this evil dude. On the hooker, or on, on the, the pimp. On the, no, Frank? on the guy robbing the hooker. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. I am just, I'm not tracking this. So guy's robbing the hooker. Where's Frankie Mermaid at this point? Frankie Mermaid is who knows where okay, because, okay, you okay. know, he sends his biatches so to get the, the money. Right. So the hooker's uh, getting accosted by a bad guy. Yes. Out of nowhere, this dinosaur head appears. And chops, chops down, down on the guy. Okay. You think he's dead, but then the guy gets back up and shoots a gun in the most realistic way. Bing, bang. Ah. <laughs> bing, bang. Ah. Okay. Bullets do nothing. Right. Then he is killed by the dinosaur head. Okay. You only see the head. You only see the head because, yep. yeah. Because that full transformation, sure that final transformation, if is it... just too. It's too good to show in the first parts uh, of the yeah, movie. Yeah, you can't get get a hold that yes. back. Let him wanting or leave him wanting more. Exactly. Yeah. And then the pastor wakes up. He's in the hooker's room. Oh. And she's like, "Thank you for last night." Right. He's like, "Oh." oh. Um, I'm a pastor. This can never happen again. And right. she's like, what are you talking about? What he's you... like, did like, did you, we have sex? You were a dinosaur and you killed someone last night. And uh-huh. he's like, what? what? Yeah. This big and reveal. so she leads him to where the body is. Right. And he's like, no, I can't do this. God doesn't want people dead. <laughs> he's like, I took a vow and she's like, you have a chance to do something good with your life for the first time. Wow, okay. Are you going to do it? Okay, so hold on. Him being a pastor yes. in the work, in the service of the Lord yes. is not doing good. No. Becoming a dinosaur mm-hmm. and dispatching, you know, ruffians and thugs. Yes. Now that's good. Yes. Okay, I see. I see the morality of yes. the movie now. Yeah, of course, because he's only going after bad guys. Yeah, well, you know, God wants people the worst of the a, worst by a dinosaur. But and then the pastor is like, "No, I can't do this. I have to go do confessions today." Oh, jeez. So okay. he runs back to his church. Yep. And you know, in the other side, who would be there but Frankie Mermaid? Oh, so he's. In the other side of the... Of the confessionals. The confessional, okay. And he's like, oh, what haven't I done recently? You know, I stole candy from a baby and then threw the baby into the lake wow. so it couldn't snitch. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm starting to believe that the dinosaur's coming through the confessional. <laughs> <laughs> Did I like, get it right? Oh, yeah, like a while ago, I blew up this, like, this couple's <gasps> car. Oh, no. <laughs> and then... Dinosaur arm through the window. <laughs> you killed my parents. <laughs> oh, I'm Frankie Mermaid dies. Pastor goes back to Hooker. I'll do it. Oh. And so just... then they start spending time together. Uh-huh. And the elder pastor sees this and he's like, this is not good. Right. And he's like, comes into the young pastor's room at night while he's reading, you know, like a book on... I don't know, like, thugs or whatever. Not the Bible? Not the Bible. Okay. And then, you know, he tries to cover this gigantic book with the Bible. Right. Does not work. And he's like, you cannot see this girl anymore. And he's like, "He's she's not a girl. Her name's Carol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are great lo- yes. one-liners. And she's not a girl. Her it's name's not Carol. like that. 
oh, but it is, and you are not to leave here. And then I, he locks him in the room from the outside. Yep. And then takes Dinosaur. him to a voodoo place. A voodoo. Oh, to voodoo exercise down. whatever this thing is. And then you get a flashback about the elder priest, like the elder pastor's life. And okay, it's amazing. But anyway, during this like seance thing, the dinosaur comes out. And then there's the subplot with ninjas. Yeah, I was going to say, where are the ninjas in this movie? Because what you need mm-hmm. in this movie yes. is more ninjas. Exactly. Absolutely. There are ninjas. Okay. They are Christian ninjas. Whose oh. goal is to spread Christianity. Via ninja? Via throwing star? Just nope. by killing These people? ninjas want to get people hooked on cocaine. Uh, and then take away the cocaine because, so that they're forced to go to a Christian group. I remember that in the Gospels that uh, the Lord saith, uh, Give bring, them cocaine! Bring bring the flock to me via cocaine. Via cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I remember And that. then everyone will become Christian. Yes. And all this and, stuff. And, and, and then... Co- cocaine freaks. Plot twists happen. Okay, really, let's say... First off, you have to have a plot before you can have a plot twist. So I'm not sure that... <laughs> no, this is a plot twist right from left field. Oh, of course. Like, you do not see it coming because nothing to do with it is mentioned in the movie <laughs> until this plot twist is revealed. And then you're like, of course. It makes, it makes, it makes complete it's, sense. It's like the sixth sense. And I'm know? not going to ruin the ending. Okay, yeah, don't ruin the it, ending. Uh, especially the final transformation. That when you get to see the, vol, the full Velocipaster, it I, is just... So based on what you're telling me, I can just imagine it's one of those inflatable dinosaur suits. Oh, it looks like someone handmade it. <laughs> okay, paper mache. That's awesome. It's, it's like... They I found someone on Craigslist who said, I sewed a button onto her shirt once. I could make a velociraptor. And they're like, you will make this costume. You will do this. Thankfully, the the production team and the actors did not take themselves seriously. Uh, I, this I, was I, not a movie made like in order. It, it wanted to be a bad movie. It wanted to be a bad movie and it is Perfection. It is so bad that it circles around, good goes bad to bad, and it comes back to amazing. <laughs> so how many uh, out of, how many face palms would you give it? Twelve out of ten. Oh, amazing! Everyone needs to watch Velocipaster. Velocip. So that's the recommendation. You can rent it on YouTube for like three bucks. It's worth the money. Yep, rent them because you know that money goes back to the creator, and they they deserve something. For exactly, this. and if what I've heard through you know. The is there a grapevine, a sequel might be in the oh, works, and if it is, that's amazing. Take my mother effing money! <laughs> I will fund your next project for you. I want to roll. I want to be one of Frankie Mermaid's biatches. <laughs> I I just want to uh, know more about the uh, the dragon king, dragon elder, dragon what? warrior, dragon warrior. I want to know his story. Apparently, okay. the dragon warrior is anyone who can shapeshift into a velociraptor. I guess so. And, and okay. obviously, there's like a you know a whole line, a whole lineage of them. Kind of like the Highlander that can only be one. Probably. Well, we are going to uh, wrap up this episode on that high note. Uh, we've taken you through five bad movies. Bad movies that are so bad, they're actually good. Um, so, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um 
uh, Zombievers. Zombievers. Uh huh. Troll two. Troll two. Not trolls. Troll. Troll. Singular. But it's about goblins. But it's about goblins. Uh, deathbed. Deathbed. And finally, bringing up the rear is Velocipaster. I, if if you have not make that lineup your next marathon. Like exactly. Get, get the whole family. You know, it's it's you know it's it's pandemic time. People are spending a lot of time indoors. You've probably blown through all your Netflix binges. There's only so many offices that you can watch. Um, you know these are good. These are amazing alternatives, and you can find them either on YouTube or you know one of the streaming or possibly uh, you know on the uh, the dark web. Because <laughs> I know, just have to say. Do what you must to watch these movies, even if you you must must. become the next dragon warrior who's not actually a dragon, but it's actually a priest that can turn into a velociraptor and is on a killing spree for God. Sounds amazing. So, Megan, if one of our listeners wanted to give us their recommendations for a movie that is so bad, it's good. How would they do that? We have a few places. We have our group on Facebook. You just type in Gen Gap Cast in the search bar. You'll find us. You'll like us. Please give us your recommendations or your reviews of these movies. <laughs> we also have a Twitter. We do. So you can tweet that information you at us. Tweet or at us. if you're not like a social media person, I get it. I do. Sometimes <laughs> you're just too cool for school. But you're not... You know what you're not too cool for? Email. Email. So email us at info at gengabcast.com. There it is. How can they listen to us? Well, funny you should ask. You can go ha, to... Ha, ha. <laughs> it sounds like we're writing a movie right now. Um, so you can go to... I mean, we are a great studio. A place that we are. Uh, <laughs> you can go to uh, wherever you find other podcasts. So Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, uh you know, they all have us. And uh, all you need to do is smash that subscribe button. And that means that as new episodes such as this one drop, it automatically gets downloaded into your player of choice. Mm-hmm. And also, if you leave us a review. That would be lovely. Five stars would be wonderful. Um, or you that, can use the facepalm metric. Oh, exactly. It's all right. It's okay. Uh, and if you would share this uh, this lovely podcast with friends, families, and complete strangers, we would very Maybe much appreciate Maybe your pastor, who you think also turns into a velociraptor <laughs> because of a trip to China he I, took after the death of his parents. That is going to be my interview question for any church that I'm thinking about joining is, when was the last time you went to China? And while there, did you get scratched by... Uh, a claw or a tooth. A claw or a tooth, because if you did, I am so in. Yes. Yes, yes. Okay, well, um, this you know, we decided that we needed to do a little bit of a lighthearted episode because we were going to talk about some heavy stuff recently. And we're going to continue to. And we're going to continue to. So, again, uh, this is just a heads up, uh, you know, trigger warnings that in upcoming episodes, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, topics like uh, mental health, Issues, domestic violence, uh, suicide. suicide. Um, you know, it, all the stuff we want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just getting you prepared for that. I'm not quite sure. Again, schedules are a little bit in flux because this is a larger conversation with more family members. Um, but uh, we hope to have those out here in the next few weeks, if not a few months. So anyhow, um, thank you for listening. We love having you, uh, you know, be part of our of our extended family. Hopefully uh, these movies can bring as much joy to you as they've 
brought to us. And on that note, I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. We're so bad that we're good. We love you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And uh, we'll see you next time. Hopefully. Oh, my God.